0: Log Talk Radio
1: Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I am your host, Marla Martinson, and if you've been with me before, welcome back. If you haven't, I'm so glad to have you here. I am a matchmaker, as the title um, indicates, a mystical matchmaker. I'm also a life coach. I do tarot readings, energy healing, and I'm an author, and I love all things creative, and What we're going to talk about today is something that is near and dear to my heart and that is manifesting i absolutely love it i have um (laughs) i've been manifesting things uh since i was a little girl and it's so funny because i got into the law of attraction and you know when i years and years ago when i was a waitress and i'd be walking uh, from my car to work i would put out this amount into the universe that i wanted to make at the end of the, you know, my shift and I said, okay, I want to make a hundred dollars tonight. And I would put out a burst of energy and I would, before any of this was, we're talking now in the 1990s. And, you know, before any of this was like mainstream talking about it, there was no YouTube or podcast or anything about this stuff, but I would play with these things. And I remember, um, Looking back when I was a kid in junior high. I used to kind of get bullied as a kid I w- I had bright red hair and I was kind of like Pippi Longstocking <laughs> So Pippi's near and dear to my heart. I just uh, say, you know, I call myself Pippi sometimes, but I there was Maybe a couple other redheads in the whole school if if any um, and and uh, bright red hair and anyway, I'd get bullied I wasn't so popular, I'd have my little group, but I remember going, walking to the bus and and thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I would raise my frequency and I don't know how I did this, but I decided to raise it and raise it and push out energy and raise up my frequency and then I'd sit on the bus and things would go fine, people would smile at me. I would, I could noticeably tell the difference in, and when I didn't do that. Um, So it's something that I've, I've liked to play with all my life and I still do. And my guest today is Jeffrey Siegel, the author of the tiny book of big manifesting. And he says that you create every waking minute of every day, in fact, every second, and even more specifically, with every word you utter you create, and we've heard that, you know, words are things and um, affirmations and all of that. And once you realize and internalize this fact, you'll be on the path to fulfillment. So, this book, this l- cutest, beautiful little little book, the tiny book. It is a tiny book. Tiny book of big manifesting for anyone looking to create the life they want, and and it provides easy to understand manifestation techniques. It also has a code of life by which to live. Um, when the techniques and the code are combined, and then you put that into practice. Um, you'll notice life-changing events can start to occur that will help you turn your dreams into reality, and I'm going to bring Jeffrey on to chat with us about that right now. Hello, Jeffrey. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah. And you know, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, wow, you, you are the owner of the mystic journey bookstore in Venice. And I've had a book signing there years ago because uh, I'm an author and I've been there many times and shop there and been to other, uh, events, book signings. So that's really cool. Um, what a beautiful store that you've got. And, um, and then well, I you. love I the talking. story. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then that you got the book crystal, the big crystal store ne- next door. Um, is, and, I, and I'm a crystal nut, too, so that is very cool. Well, um, Jeffrey, you know what I would love to just talk about? I love your story about, and it reminded me of Deborah uh, King, you know, De- of uh, Hay House, the Hay House author, how she was a, uh, an attorney and, and wasn't happy, and then she something happened health-wise to her, the same thing that happened to you. So do you mind telling us your, your story um, starting from when you were an attorney?
0: Certainly, I'd love to. So boy, I became an attorney back in, in the eighties and practiced for nearly twenty five years. And I don't know, somewhere around year ten or something, I really started to not enjoy what I was doing. And um Yeah. I, I had what I what I call golden handcuffs, you know, all of the security of that job and the money that goes with it and I couldn't leave but I, I wanted to get out and I, I got a broker's license. I about going to become a, a marriage and family therapist. I did all sorts of things, and I couldn't ever break away. And then one day I was, like, just in my home, and I was, like, lying on the phone. I'm like, God, you know, if I don't get out of here soon, I'm going to get sick. Well, like I say in yeah. my book, you know, when you say things, even to yourself, that that tends to manifest, and within a year I had cancer. And mm. um, And so – it, it was, you know, it, it was that moment where I like really had to start thinking like, well, so what am I going to, you know, what am I going to do and where am I going to go forward? And, you know, they, they, I, I went and I had surgery and they thought they got it. And then like on my first follow-up, they're like, no, we didn't get it. Then you have to have chemo. Mm. And I just mm. intuitively felt that wasn't the right thing for me. And, um, and then I, I took that opportunity. I took time away from the law and I, um, started thinking about really, you know, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I, you know, what, what happened with me and I think with a lot of people is, you know, life, life will always sort of bring you where you need to go, but, but if you fight it, it'll get, it'll give you sort of a a kick to get there rather than, you know, listening and being, you know, being able to move into it more smoothly. And, um, So I took, you know, I took a a sabbatical from work. I went through a natural healing process. And and, and in that, I realized that for me, the way to go was to follow my passion. And and so, you know, it it took me a long time really to actually figure out what that was. And it was really my spiritual journey. And so I ended up opening Mystic Journey Bookstore. Um, And I, I did that, you know. I went back to law a little bit for a few years, and then and then transitioned out. And everything has been really amazing since.
1: And and uh, it's interesting. And then so you've had no reoccurrence of cancer since you followed your passion, uh, right? You're it's, 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 it's perfectly healthy. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, for now, fifteen years. Since yeah. I'm a, wow, that's fantastic. Well, I it's I love that you follow your because you know the medical the doctors may. Pressure or say no, no, no. You you should go this way. You followed your internal guidance on it, and and I love that, and that pr- proved to be um, perfect for you. Um, what I have to, to talk about now, since I'm a matchmaker and relationships is something that people always talk about. Well, you you manifested a, a couple or three wives, <laughs> which, which tell the story about that because yeah, I've been married three times, and and uh, so many of us now, it's not uh, just getting married one time is not the norm anymore, and some people feel bad about it, or it's it's a it could be a horrific. You know painful experience getting divorced, but um it seemed like like you will talk about how you um manifested the exact uh, things that you needed qualities in in a woman that you needed at the time and and I love that the story about the those relationships
0: yeah so so when I was you know coming out of i'd been through law school and a few relationships and I moved back home to los angeles and was starting my career and and that was going fine and what i what i you know what i think the most important question to ask in manifesting is what do i really want and at that point what i wanted was a relationship for what i felt was my my soulmate my partner that um you know Mm -hmm. that i would spend you know either my whole life with her a significant amount of time and i really that was really the main thing, was to, was to find my partner. It was, it, at that time, it was a little less about qualities and more about just coming to my partner. And I, um, and without a doubt in my mind, I, I brought that person to me. Um, and, and we were together for, for more than a decade, had a beautiful daughter, really moved forward in our lives tremendously from when we had met. But you know, you know things evolve and things change. I I tend to see it as like because I live on a beach at the beach and I I always analogize to being on surfboards together on a wave and you know sometimes you mm-hmm. start riding different waves. And um yeah. and so we you know that that happened and we we just decided we needed to go, you know, different directions and and it was actually a, a, a relatively amicable divorce and um yeah and and then i you know after that i went in and, and and then i started thinking more about you know specifically what i was looking for and as i had said when i in relation to opening my bookstore i mean my my passion was my spirituality and my ex-wife had no interest in that at all and so oh, what really yeah. became a focal point for me was to find somebody who had a spiritual side to them who you know was had that similar interest and um, and lo and behold, I mean, I, I this woman came into my life and um, was was right in line with me and actually became a critical cog. Not only in so she came in like during my during my cancer and my and my mm-hmm. healing process. So she was definitely one of my healers and then helped me actually. I mean, it was an instrumental cog in opening the bookstore, um, and mm-hmm. it it was it, it was really a, a beautiful thing. I mean, and and then and so I, I actually didn't marry this this woman, but it, it was interesting because we opened the bookstore together. And then once that was done, I was healed, and we opened the bookstore. I mean, sort of out of the blue, she's like, "Okay, I think I need to move on," <laughs> and um, oh. and literally after. <laughs> Yeah, like three days after I opened the bookstore. She was gonna run the whole bookstore and um then she wasn't. And um you know, that I guess that was her purpose. I brought in exactly what I needed, you know, for the healing and the the bookstore and someone right. spiritual along along my path. And um and then and then I you know, a couple of years later, I mean, after that experience in that relationship was a little tumultuous, um, let's say. Mm-hmm um i you know i asked for somebody to come in who actually where where the relationship would be much less tumultuous it would be calm and peaceful for the vast majority of the time and um that person's come in and i've been with her now for almost 15 years and we hardly ever we we almost never you know even spat it's been beautiful
1: mm, beautiful i i i'm well when you talked about your one of your relationships that she didn't wasn't into spirituality at all i talked to i had this uh issue in my marriage it was very hard with a husband that had grown up catholic in Mexico City and then I got into the real esoteric stuff. I mean the pendulums and tarot cards and yeah. Ouija board and, and channeling and all of this stuff and the boy he's like what happened to my wife? What in the heck is going on here? And some of it he could handle and some of it he couldn't and he'd get very angry and and there was um and we we did separate uh after 20 years and um are separated right now and um it's it's interesting because I had said to myself because there was so much tumultuous that I said if I don't get out, uh, leave. I'm going to get sick. Something's is going to happen to me. And um, so it's listening to ourselves. And I think that's I I know this guy, Doctor uh, Leonard Caldwell. He wrote uh, some books, and I interviewed him. He says the main, the one of the number one uh, reasons people get sick or cancer is a, an you know miserable relationship or not you know just hating your job too like you, get a, you know you know oh god i gotta get this monday morning you know monday and i've got to get up and more people die of heart drops out of heart attacks on monday mornings is, is what i've heard yeah, so
0: really
1: yeah <laughs> so 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 i love you know that y- yeah you're listening and 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 we're manifesting the right situations into our life and how important it is to to do what you 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 enjoy um so, yeah, so I just wanted to to share that. So, um, so you have that wonderful relationship, now um talk a little bit about your code. You've got the code and you've got your um your uh, tips there, so let's let's just talk. We don't want to give the whole you know, give them all away. You guys have to get this book cuz it's really great. And You could just read it in an evening and it's wonderful, but what would you uh, well, well, miracles. You talk about miracles. What's your definition of a miracle? You, I love the story of the largest crystal you ever sold. We could t- talk about that miracle and the delivery.
0: Yeah, you, yeah. You know, m- miracles. We, we all, or well, many of us, think that you know, there's going to be some like winning the lotto, or that some mm-hmm. some sound is going to come, or some words, you know, actual physical type, you know, words are going to be spoken to us to tell us what to do. And, and, and I don't believe that that's really, you know, what, I mean, Those things can happen and they can be called miracles, but if, if that is the only thing that a person thinks can be a miracle, well, then that's the only kind of miracle that they may ever have. And, and, and there, there, there are small things that happen, you know, at times that affect one's life. Um, and and can like so significantly change it that they don't they they may not even seem big in the moment, but if you know mm-hmm. once they unfold, if somebody looks back on it, there's like wow that changed my life and it really was it was miraculous and 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 maybe that's you know yeah. a, a better way to look at it things that are that are miraculous that happen. Um, and, and the other thing that I've found is you know once you start noticing these little things and it's really like life supporting you, um, that you mm-hmm. notice that they happen, then they tend to happen more frequently um, and you're, yeah. and you become more attuned to them happening and then and then you know and this is so much about manifesting, whether it's you know in relationships or or, or, or really in anything in life, and that is building. Faith, I, and you know, uh, I mean, you can say confidence, but I just sort of like building faith that that what you want and and what you need, the universe will provide that. And as one mm-hmm. thing happens and it becomes true and manifests, you're like, wow, that really worked. And then you have more more confidence and more faith that it'll happen again. And that that makes the process go more easily and more quickly.
1: Mhm. Yeah, those little things coming in—it's playing with the universe and being in tandem with the universe, and then you're getting those things, and then you go to bigger things. Um, yeah, and, and when you had sold that big crystal, and then you didn't know how you were going to deliver it, you thought you'd have to cancel the sale, and then somebody knocks right. on the door and says, "I'm here to." Yeah, I'm here to deliver the crystal, and you didn't even yeah. order anybody to come to deliver. <laughs>
0: No, and but it, it's like you know, and I find so often, you know, I really because like you said at the beginning when you were introducing me so nicely, um, we're we're really creating every every second and with every thought. I mean, because all of our thoughts are images, and it's the images that really are the creative power. And and when you when you say things, you know, even if it's like, oh my god, you know, wh- where is the person who's going to deliver this? It's putting out there, you know, or I need a person to deliver this. You know, it's putting out there, and those things, you know, they do happen. I mean, I had a, just the other day, I mean, I have a friend, my, my, I guess, I call him my oldest friend, but I don't mean old in age. Like, I've known him since I was 13 years old, and I've just been Mm. thinking about him over the last few days, and we see each other, I don't know, Mm -hmm. every, I don't know, six months or something. It's like we've never missed each other. But I, I was thinking about him for about a week, and then boom, he just out of the blue showed up in my store, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, acknowledge, I acknowledge that to the universe, that is no accident. That didn't just happen by chance, right? And, yeah. and it's when you acknowledge that, again, it, it, it greases the wheels. It makes things like that happen more and more frequently.
1: Oh, those synchronicities start happening. It's been happening like crazy for me, too. I'll think of someone out of the blue that I haven't maybe seen in, or heard from in a long time. And then I say, okay, well, they're going to be reaching out to me soon. And by golly, like the next day, I hear from them. So I'm noticing that. There, right. There's a reason. And then we have got those energy strands, those, those cords connecting us, you know, we could just re. It's like this this invisible telephone out, you know, like the cell phone towers, you know, reaching out to the person energetically. And that's a fun experiment to try.
0: Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, you I was, know, and, and, I was and, going, and go ahead.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, no I and, and again, it, it it's it, it can be, it doesn't have to even be, you know, on a personal basis. It can be all, all sorts of different things that people need. And again, even, even with, And and particularly with, you know, you know, relationships and things or getting, you know, getting signs about relationships. I mean, the the universe will, will send those. I mean, and, and that sort of leads to another thing, which is, you know, to, to learn to be open to seeing the things that present themselves and, and to trust your intuition. I mean, I believe really strongly that intuition is a, it's like a muscle, um, and, and one can work to to develop it and 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 to make it um let's say more accurate you know
1: mhm
0: yes yeah. yes yeah, absolutely
1: i um bec- well like in about 2014 i went and became attuned to reiki um and i think most people listening to this who know what reiki is but it's an en- energy uh healing japanese energy healing system but you get attuned by a Reiki master and they put these symbols in you into your energy field and I went to the master level which is I think three different levels and then so I that's what opened me up I started noticing that I I started opening up to getting messages from my angel and getting um, uh, messages from spirit guides and being able to give readings and then I developed it and practiced and um, so that now I get as one of my side gigs, I, I do readings. And um, so that manifesting that, it's something that I wanted to do as well. I saw a friend of mine that was doing that for a living. I said, what a magical job. How can And I was had never had any psychic ability that I knew of or anything, but I was led to go get those attunements and then to work on it. And so like the universe will put what you need in your path. So
0: I'm loving it. Exactly. I mean, and, I, I, I say a lot to, yeah. to people that I work with. I mean, life doesn't always bring you what you want, but it brings you what you need, and it's important to listen, you know, and to see that.
1: Now, one of the um, tenants in, your, in the part two of your book, A Code of Life, it says, be tolerant of others and their beliefs. So that's a big one these days with the political climate and the covid era and people have their own very strong opinions on different things and I've seen uh, friends no longer speaking family members um, falling apart the relationships um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that what is that um how can we really embody it that it's people say you know well I'm tolerant of others but and when it comes down to it, a lot of things kind of fall apart there um, in the last few years. So, any tips there? How people can really embody that?
0: Well, well, thank thank you for for selecting that as a, as, as a question to ask. I mean, because I was actually thinking about that, you know, just just last evening. And you know, it's you know, we 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 so lost our communicative communication skills with each other, and I think that a lot of it is about being able to, you know, to get off social media a bit because social media is so much one way and so aggressive at times, and you can be anonymous, and to, you know, to sit down and, you know, if you're with somebody or, you know, even if it's, you know, over the phone, to have a conversation and simply and and just listen and realize mm-hmm. that i mean you may you know every, everybody wants to make everybody believe in in the way they see things and and look i i think you know we can turn it back to spirituality a bit and that is i mean to me all all virtually all of the paths are leading to the to the same center i mean look i don't buy into people who or 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 um, teachings that that say harm somebody i mean that that's not it but but if look i and I always say, if somebody wants to worship or be guided by frogs and that makes mm-hmm. them a better person, then you know yeah. let them let them have that space. don't tell them they're wrong yeah. that they can't do that that it's you know who can worship a frog or believe that frogs can lead you to a better place i mean. That's you know that's not for me to judge. I mean, it's like what again? Don't tell me I have to worship frogs, and don't tell me that if I don't worship frogs that I'm going to hurt you. But other than that, let them have their you know let that person have their spaces. You know, if it's making them a better person, and I really yeah. believe. I mean, it's sort of moving away from 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 judgment a bit, um, and and again, it's like and not trying to force your your opinion on anybody either i mean we get i think hung up a lot in um you know i know or i'm right or i you know i i just don't think that that's you know that mm-hmm. that's really not um always the best path or often the best path to take yeah
1: i i share i've shared this on a couple podcasts before 2021 was so tough for me because i did separate then i did um have a bout with COVID, which was really, really um, very, I got very sick. Mm. And then I had two friends, (laughs) two friends decide to contact me out of the blue. Uh, One friend of of, uh, 40, uh, 30, 30 something years um, since the 80s that, said, Mm -hmm. out of the blue, uh, a long email and said, look, you know, if you don't get that, if you don't receive that COVID vaccine, then we can't be friends. Because it's people like you who are killing people and putting, you know, taking up the hospital beds and not, you know, it was a horrible long email. Like, if I didn't do what she wanted me to do, then that was it. So I, I, that was a a friendship, you know, gone. And then a friend of 50, uh, oh, that was a 40-year friendship. Then a a friendship of 52 years from the third grade, like a brother to me. Never thought, he contacts me and says, listen, I can't, because I said, I haven't heard from you. He says, well, listen, the things that you're into are condemned by the Bible. So the tarot cards, the angels that you think you're talking to, which are really demons and the, the, the spirituality that you follow. So unless you repent and I will help you, you cannot, I cannot be near you because I might get a curse from you. I might, you know, and, and uh, I, I would just, I knew he was a Christian and that was never a problem between us. What my beliefs are, practices were spiritually but he uh, went uh, a little nuts there and <laughs> and so yeah. that, that one made me man I yeah. because he, I'd known him so long I said how dare you judge me I did blast him back on a text and then I, that was it blocked and and done so to, to within like a, a short period in like a month you know a 40-year friendship and a 52-year friendship because they wanted me to they wanted me to do what they wanted me to do uh, one wanted me to take a vaccine one wanted me to stop doing tarot cards and, and repent and uh, you know so it was in- interesting because at the point that I was and all maybe even I mean like I was very so sick you know I've, been, I've had food I've had food poisoning that bad where I said if I die right now it's okay you know you know you're not going to probably die because mm-hmm. like it that's all right. So I was. I had to have yeah. gone through that, that that summer. Like, I, it was so sick. I was like, it's okay, I can leave the body, you know. So it was, maybe it gave me that, that, like, this is my life. And I didn't even lose a sleep over it. Normally, I would have thought, oh, my God, this friend, I got to call him, I got to talk to him, I got to convince him why I'm, you know, not to think. No, I just let it go. Um, but that's a good – so they are not following the, you know, be tolerant of other people's <laughs> things. But I right. actually – it was a lesson in me to be tolerant. Well, that's how they feel, and, and you can release the friendship. And I think going along with the universe, we can release things and be okay because we think that we have to stay in that marriage till death do us part, or we think we have to stick to that career, which you let go of that 25-year secure Prestigious attorney career. You let go of the marriage that didn't serve you anymore. So I don't know. Do you want to talk, say anything about that? What I just said there. Yeah, the I mean, look, topic. Cool.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess first in terms of the of, of your two friends and letting go. I mean, you know, it, it, it's really. They, you know, they who let go. I mean, you know, they they were they became like you know my way or the highway, and and you know that that happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really the same thing. Life is life is a journey. Life is an evolution. And I mean, look, the the one thing that's for sure is that nothing stays the same. That's like the only. There like yeah. really, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I there 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 may people who who really. Either they don't pass on or they take a long, long time to pass on. And some people don't pay their taxes or whatever, but change is always going to happen. It's always going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's life is much, I, I want to say easier, but much more joyful if we flow with the changes rather than swim upstream against them, you know? And a lot mm-hmm. of times, if not most of the time, I mean, changes that are there—they are to to grow us. I mean, they're there to yeah. to, to bring us new experiences and evolve us. And um, and look, I've been there. I've been. I mean, I was resistant to change for a long, long time. And um, and it's changes is, is scary and um, uncertain. Um, but it is it, often yeah. necessary. And there's another there's another little saying that I that I really like. It's it's um it says leap and then that will appear. And um mm-hmm. I've come into that yeah. more and more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I you know, I do this the psychic readings. I'm on a on a couple of psychic hotlines and the ladies will call me and they'll want to they'll they'll tell me that the guy that they've been with or that they've been living with or whatever, the husband they okay, they left, we're split up, he was it was terrible, they're not right for me. But are they still thinking about me? Are they coming back? Do they still want me? So it's that, that change. It is it's even though we know, okay, that's not good for me, I actually got Moved on a bit, but it's that. Ooh, but maybe I should try to get it back instead of jumping in that net. net Will fall. It's like let me get back in the. (laughs) Let me get back in. I mean, there really
0: is Uh, all all the things that happen in our life that we see as challenges. You know, almost all the time, most of the time, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is something on the other side of the door, and um, and can we? you know em, embrace what's happening and embrace what what opportunities are are being presented from that.
1: Yes. Now to end our our amazing interview I just want to talk about um the part in your book where you say life isn't short but it goes by fast and you say people say life is short don't believe that not for an instant. This ties back to the idea that we can make choices in every instant. You can change your life in a moment, every moment. life isn't short. there are innumerable experiences we can have, and in fact, we do have them. We just don 't see it that way. So yeah, I hear that everybody's saying life is short, but it does it, it does feel like uh, time's speeding up a bit. How do you feel? so you feel it's like everybody's saying that. It feels like things have sped up.
0: Well, they they do. I mean, there's actually there's actually a mathematical thing that goes with life going by faster. So if you think like when you're when you're two years old, one year is fifty percent of your life, but when you're ten years old, yeah. it's only, you know it's only 10 percent of your life. And so each year, you know, it, 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 it's rolling by, you know, much much more quickly. But you know, I I so feel that. I mean, and, and it's been written over and over. I mean, you can ch- anyone can change their life in an instant, and that's true. But it's about having. There's so many opportunities to have so many experiences, and so it, it, it isn't. You, you don't have like you only have one chance or three chances or whatever. To, to, to whether it's in relationships or whether it's in travel or whether it's in jobs, there's plenty of opportunities. But boy, the years can go by. Very, very fast, and suddenly you're like, "Holy moly, what happened right and um mm-hmm. and I think that's you know th- there's another there's another portion or another chapter of of my book that you know basically says to never an- you know one should never end their life saying, I wish, I wish I had mm-hmm. and um right. th- th- these two things go together to 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 take you know, to take all the opportunities to live life to the fullest. Um, I I came up with a a, a line that I liked a a little while ago that I wrote down, which is like, live life like it's a dessert, (laughs) you know? Um, Oh, I love it. Yeah, and that's it. Live life like it's a
1: dessert. I'm going to... Put it on my Facebook today. Live life like it's a dessert. I love it. Where Jeffrey? Where can? Where's the best uh, place for people to find you? And it says on the back of your book, you're also a life coach. Is that? Are you still doing that? Or are you doing that?
0: Oh yeah, I'm definitely doing that. So I mean, people can find us. I mean, we're in Santa Monica, California, but you can find us online at, at, mm-hmm. at two different websites. One is MysticJourneyBookstore.com. And the other is mm-hmm. mysticjourneycrystals.com. The crystals is where we have our giant geode crystal gallery. I mean, it's a brick-and-mortar store. And then at our bookstore, we yeah. have, you know, books and candles and incense, and psychic readers and events. And I do my life coaching out of our bookstore and remotely, um, but online. And we're oh, also okay. on um, social media at um, mysticjourneyla. Awesome,
1: awesome. And then on the back of the book, it says mysticjourneyjeff.com.
0: Um, and that's my personal and that's my personal site and they can find me there too thank you for that
1: oh yeah awesome mystic journey Jeff J E F F that's great and I'm going to be in LA again soon so I will pop it over there and, and see you and check out the crystals and I can't wait and thank you Jeffrey so much for being a guest on the mystical matchmaker podcast
0: well thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure
1: All right. Take care, everybody. Much love. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at TheMysticalMatchmaker or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.